I'm Gabby. And I'm Ariana. And this is She's Fruitful. We are a faith-based podcast that talk about all things Jesus, relatable experiences. We talk about our experiences and share stories and um, yeah, give insight and advice. Yeah, we definitely believe that the things that we've been through and the stories that we have can be super impactful and super helpful. So thank you for joining us on this journey and we're excited to get started today. Yes, let's do this. We're going to start with uh, the devotional. I am your strength. When you begin a day feeling weak and weary, it's all right. Your weakness can be a reminder of your need for me. Remember that I am with you continually, ready to help you as you go along your way. Take my hand in joyful trust, letting me guide you and strengthen you. I delight in helping you, my child. Whenever you feel inadequate for the task ahead, stop to think about your source. I, your strength, am infinite. I never run out of anything. So when you work in collaboration with me, don't set limits on what you expect to accomplish. I will give you what you need to keep moving forward step by step. You may not reach the goal as quickly as you'd like, but you will get there in my perfect timing. Refuse to be discouraged by delays or detours. Instead, trust that I know what I'm doing and just take the next step. Perseverance and trust in me make a potent combination. I oh, think that that, that was beautiful. That was we just so it. needed because we tried filming this yesterday yeah. and it was just, we were all over the place and it was just a lot of pressure and we were like, we came today, we were like, okay, let's do this, let's sleep on it and wake up, it's going to be a new day and... Um, we just know that we just have to do our part and like yeah. God will do the rest and yeah. So I feel definitely like just, I think it was all that pressure, all that tension from yesterday was a reminder that it's really not in our strength. Yeah. It's not going to come from us. Like, and it's not about us. This mm-hmm. podcast, you know, as great as it is and as much as we can reap the benefits. Yeah. It's not for us. It's to mm-hmm. shine light to Jesus and to mm-hmm. help people and to love people and to like just share and exactly. exist together. To just show like His goodness and how much He's transformed us and everything. So that was really needed. And if anyone is going through something, just know that God's strength is there for you when you don't have your strength. Um, because there's going to be days where you're just like, I can't even get out of bed. I can't do this. This is hard. And... You can just rely on God's strength. Again, like, you know, this life is not easy. There's going to come with hardships and struggles. But when you give it to God, he will literally just make um, the burden lighter. You know, the weight, the weight is going to be the same. But when when God is helping you, the burden is going to be lighter on you. He really helps you carry that. And I think, too, we just forget how we have an enemy. Mm-hmm. Like especially a lot of the times when you're on the right track, that is when most things are going to come at you and come at you really hard. Yeah. And we are more than conquerors in Christ. And that's just a reminder that we're taking our eyes off him. Because mm-hmm. that's what I've noticed. As soon as I start taking my eyes off him, that's when and mm. start looking at me. Mm. That's when all the pressure comes, all the anxiety comes, all the fear and worry and anxiousness. And like, exactly. that's not from God. And that's yeah. all he wants for us for yeah. this. So um, we have to continue to yeah. fix our eyes on him. Today, we're going to be going over Matthew chapter four, Mm -hmm. um, talking about Jesus's trials and temptations. Really excited about today. Super excited. Yeah. Let's get into it. So Jesus is tested in the wilderness. 
Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. I really love that passage because notice in the beginning how it says that the Holy Spirit led Mm. Jesus into the wilderness. Mm. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will lead you places to Mm -hmm. refine your faith. Those are the places that it's not where we expect, but we can have that assurance that we're not going through it on our own. Yeah, God's will. I feel like a lot of people have a confusing mindset on God's will. They believe that God's will is always going to have you in a good situation, like have good finances, Mm. have um, you're never going to run into trials or tribulations because you have God. Like that is the complete opposite. Um, He will lead you into the lion's den. He knows that you're going to be with him. So he's going to give you the strength to endure the pain. And um, like we said earlier, um, like the trials and tribulations, all the burdens will be easier with him. Yeah, and people are always watching you in your struggles. Like sometimes the things that we go through aren't even for us, but like the people watching. And Mm -hmm. it's really important when we are being, you know, tempted like that, who are you running to? Mm -hmm. Where, when it gets hard and it gets impossible and you feel like there's no solution, are you going to God who already knows what tomorrow looks like and who says, have no fear, you know, today has enough worry of its own. Don't worry. Don't be anxious about these things. Like, because the temptation's gonna come. In this world, you will have trouble. So the storms are gonna come. But are we building our lives on that solid rock when we are tempted? Are we going to God? Are we, are we asking Him for guidance? Mm-hmm. Because He's with us. The Holy Spirit was with Jesus through all of that. Yeah. And that's how He knew to, like, fight those temptations with mm-hmm. the Word of God. Exactly. You know, Jesus wasn't only he didn't only come to identify with us and to represent us on the cross and to feel the pain that we're going to feel but he also came to be a model for us Mm -hmm. for when we do uh face those temptations that the enemy tries to throw at us and he shows us how to defeat the enemy right so here he talks about when it says if you are the son of god tell these stones to become bread And Jesus says, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And this is something that the enemy does all the time. He wants us to focus on our problems. He Mm -hmm. wants to like just our problems, like our finances. We go into this desperation and and like how in my experience with OnlyFans, right? I was desperate for money. I was desperate and even like modeling gigs that I would take. You know, just because in modeling gigs, I didn't represent who I was. It was, I remember taking a, uh, like a modeling gig for this vaping and smoking company and I don't even do any of that. And it's like, I'm putting that stuff out there because I'm going to get paid a lot of money for it. Right. And you go into, and obviously I felt really convicted because the stuff that I was wearing, um, the what was i was i was representing you know vaping causes a lot of harm for people and so you'd find yourself into you find yourself in situations because of desperation so the enemy loves to really hone in on the, your problems and so jesus goes and says you do not live on bread alone mm. so we don't live on these problems he refuses to dwell on these problems that he has and he looks at the bigger picture that's um, so good yeah, yeah. i 
I, I love the saying that says, we don't tell God how big our problems are. We tell our problems how big our God is. Ooh, and there's a verse. <laughs> there's a verse in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, and it says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Mm. Therefore, I boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Wow. And it's so true. Like, those those are the things of vices so Mm -hmm. in this world when we're faced with these things we can either take those two routes Mm -hmm. we can take the route that says you know i i want to i just want to forget my feelings i want to forget my problems i want to get drunk i want to smoke i want to just you know lay in bed all day and be like indulge in my laziness or food gluttony like yeah we like to like eat our feelings or all these things that we run to but that's why we feel worse in the end because it's that temporary you know, satisfaction. It's that temporary, like, healing mm-hmm. and help. That's why when we're just running to God, you truly can feel His strength. You truly can feel His power come on you. And now you're you have help, and it's not just worldly help. You have help from the Almighty. Like Jesus cares for you. God cares for you. He says to cast all your anxieties onto Him because mm-hmm. I care for you. And I love that God can handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, God can handle it because we like to go to even people to to mm-hmm. help us with these things. And that's okay. We have fellowship and mm-hmm. it's good. But God is the one that can hear all your problems and yeah. not get burnt out, not get mm-hmm. over, like, weighed down by those those things that you're coming to Him about. Yeah, and to add on to that, well, first I want to touch on, on like the fast gratification. I feel like today's age, it's really hard to find like the satisfaction in delayed gratification, right? Because, for example, the short forms on TikTok or on you know Instagram reels, you're just like the moment that you just start swiping, you know, like it's all like quick, mm. it's all quick, quick, quick. We don't really. You don't see, like, whenever watching a YouTube video or anything that's longer than 10 minutes, you kind of get, like, antsy antsy and, like, all this stuff. But when it's because of, like, how we're, our social media is now, everything's so quick. We don't, we don't understand. Yeah, we don't understand the, the, the beauty in delayed gratification. Mm. That, that's so true. Our our attention, it's because we just want that quick fix. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we don't want to, because waiting on God. I I love seeing the stories in the Bible where they're pleading to God and God doesn't answer them right away. Mm. When we're going through these trials, sometimes you're not going to get the answer right away. That's where faith comes in because my faith is in Christ. My confidence is in Christ. I know that if I have to wait on him, he's never late. Yeah. Like I'm I'm the one that's late. I'm the one that's on time or God rarely ever is late. You know, yeah. he knows exactly when the right time is that you need to get that revelation and sometimes that's why we endure it. That endurance and perseverance. We go through these trials so it can sh- sharpen our faith. It can build us up and now we're stronger than we first were. Kind of going on when you said that like God is never late. It reminds me of the story in the Bible where um, I think it was Mary and her sister where their brother was dying, mm, and yes. and God was taking his time. Like he was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm good. Like we're, everything's gonna be fine. And then when he gets there, the sisters were like upset with him. He's like, you're late. My brother is dead. Like all this stuff. He's like, no, he's just sleeping. Then he does the miracle and like 
revives him and um it just shows that like god's timing is always perfect even though in like you're like getting antsy like where's my answer like why aren't you here why aren't you like helping me through this like uh, like where are you his his um his timing is never late and sometimes he doesn't give us what we need in the moment because it's not in his will at that time yeah this will be done his kingdom come amen and (laughs) sometimes it's not even like what we need it's what we want Mm. because god doesn't always give you what you want but he always always gives you what you need Mm -hmm. in that moment and even if it feels like the worst thing in the world it's there to like i said earlier you know to refine us without those without those trials we're not able to stand firm Mm -hmm. in our faith a person has never shown true obedience without having the opportunity to to be obedient Mm. you know and those are those times and testing like what are you running to are you being obedient to what i'm saying and that just goes on to man shall not live on bread alone Mm. but every word that comes from the mouth of god yeah the bible is that guideline and we should be weighing our thoughts and our actions and our words and comparing it to what the Bible says and making sure it aligns because it's so easy to get caught up in our feelings. It's so easy to get caught up in what we think and our opinion and our preferences. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not about that. That's what dying to ourselves is. It's no longer my opinion or my yeah. preference. It's, it's what do you want, God? How do you want me to represent you in this situation? Yeah, and we stop asking why. Like, why is this happening? Why am I going? through this mm-hmm. and we start saying what do you need me to do god yeah how can i represent you right now because you allowed this tension mm-hmm. in your sovereignty you allowed this to happen and i'm gonna take everything i can from it because i know it's for my benefit mm-hmm. like i know that god is working all things together for the good of those who love him uh-huh. and are called according to his purpose Amen. and there's like an exercise that I did. Um, it was from the book Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. And she does this exercise where you write down the things that are worrying you, like all your anxieties, like what is on your mind? What are you like anxious about? And then she tells you to write down why you're worried about it. And then you go to the Bible and see what God says about your anxieties. (laughs) And it sheds light on the darkness. It sheds um, the truth into the lies that you're thinking about your your situation or about yourself. Yeah, so Jesus says, like, we we don't live on bread alone. So Jesus refuses to look solely at his problem. Um, and we have to turn to the word. Like I said, mm-hmm. like look at the word and see what it says about your anxieties and your worries. And obviously this is different for everyone. Everybody has different worries and some have like really bad situations, but know that God is with you and he's going to fight your battles for you. One of my favorite verses ever was um, Exodus fourteen fourteen. You need only to be still for God will fight your battles for you. And I, it stuck with me because he truly will. Like the moment I gave my life to Christ, I saw that my problems, like were when I gave it to him, I felt at peace because it was always like, I would always, it'll always get resolved. Always. Yeah. And that's why the devil magnifies our issues because mm-hmm. he wants you to think that this is so big so that he can distract you from your calling and distract you from your purpose. Mm-hmm. He knows if I could get you, Gabby, to start worrying about this or to start feeling like it's in your hands or you're in control, he knows that normally, because it happens with me, it happens with people when we take it into our hands, yeah. it doesn't look pretty. And that's when it honestly makes the problem like worse mm-hmm. in the end. 
and the enemy too. Like I love how Jesus is even tempted like with bread, like hunger, like in the mm-hmm. time of weakness, mm. you know, when we're weak. Yeah. And the devil <clears throat> is going to try to find areas mm-hmm. that we're weak in. And if he's able to blind us, he can lead us into our desires and into our wants. So instead of going to God in those times of struggle, we're led into our desires, we're led into our wants. And the enemy's goal is to get us to do what we already want to do. Yeah. Like We already want to run to comfort mm-hmm. and run to things that can be that quick fix and mm-hmm. that easy feel. And we don't want to sit in that pain. We don't want to feel it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a proverb that says, you know, one way seems right to a man, but mm. in the end it leads to destruction. I think yeah. I touched on it last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but the enemy always wants to lower the cost of our mm-hmm. sin. He yeah. wants to lower it, but it costed Jesus everything. It's not just sin. You mm-hmm. know, it's not, it wasn't cheap. Mm-hmm. It, it costed Jesus his life, a perfect man who walked this yeah. earth and was tempted in every single way we were, yeah. yet was without sin. Mm-hmm. And sin is always, you know, enjoy now, pay it later. Mm-hmm. Our advice to you is do not step outside of the will of God. Give it to God and follow him. Because when you take matters into your own hands, in my experience, it always led me to devastation and destruction. Mm. And it was just a chaotic mess. So just always give it to God and know that he is with you through all your problems. Even if he, sound, he, he seems like he's far away, I promise you he's not. He's right there with you. I love how you said that because God says, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a feeling. Mm-hmm. I can feel like God's a million miles away. Yeah. But in reality, he's not. And that's mm-hmm. why being led by our feelings can be so dangerous too. Yeah. And just being in temptations in general, you know, that desire, that desire for whatever mm-hmm. it is, it, it, it leads to sin. Mm-hmm. So Temptation can lead to sin, but it doesn't always like have to, mm-hmm. you know, that's, yeah. that's that seed. That's that not thinking, letting it plant in our hearts and letting it grow. And then yeah. we end up falling into that. Yeah. Um, and I love this saying, like, you know, sometimes it's all, not always the devil. It's a decision. Yeah. Sometimes it's those choices that so we make. Because we're always like, oh, the enemy this, the enemy that. But it's like, no, sometimes it's actually you and your decisions. Yeah, because God already says, like, you know, we have power over the enemy. The one who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Yeah. And we, no matter how hard it is or how impossible it feels to overcome this this certain sin, we have that power in us. Mm-hmm. But what are you saying to yourself? Are yeah. you reminding yourself the tongue speaks life or death? Yeah. Are you telling yourself, oh, man, I just need this or it just feels so good or I'm so tired or, yeah. you know, like just a little bit or one time? Or are you saying like, no, God's God is the one that is working in me and I'm I'm focusing on him because I know it's going to be worth it in the end. I know mm-hmm. I'm going to produce good fruit if I stay faithful to you. Like kind of how you said, feelings are so dangerous and they really are. When you cave into your feelings and let it dominate you and let you let it control you, it would lead you into places that you don't want. So don't let your desperation, don't let your loneliness take you Mm. into places and situations that weren't supposed to be for you, right? Um, Don't be led by your feelings. Be led by conviction and wisdom of God. Always look towards the the book that he gave us, the Bible, Mm -hmm. his word, the words from his mouth. That's why Jesus said, man doesn't live on bread alone, but from, from every word that comes out of the mouth of God. 
Yeah, it's something that we can consistently run to for our fill. Mm -hmm. And I love how he says, like, it's like, same with like the water, like he's a living water. Mm -hmm. And it's the water in the well that will never run dry. It's something that you can go to over and over and over. I remember when I was, you know, really like kind of far from God and Mm -hmm. when I was taking advantage of his grace, but Mm -hmm. even then he was faithful. Every time I got myself in like a mess and I was like, wow, just because of me, I put myself there. He still was always like, come, come to me, Mm -hmm. come back to me. I, 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 I knew you were going to do this. I knew that you were going to go through this. So just don't don't ever think that I'm not going to love you. Don't ever think that I'm not going to come and accept you. Yeah. And it it made me love God to the point where I didn't want to sin. Yeah. I wanted to not sin because I wanted to sh- to pay God back and love him. I mean, we can't ever pay God back, but yeah. we can put, pay it forward in our choices yeah. and our decisions yeah. and how we love people. Mm-hmm. And G- God's grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. It is always going to be sufficient, but it can either be in front of you leading the way mm-hmm. or it can be behind you cleaning up your mess. And you choose, choose, choose if you're going to walk uphill against the wind or if you're going to walk downhill with the wind against your back yeah, because exactly. you can feel it. Oh, yeah. You can feel it when you're making those decisions based on feelings because it's hard. There's so much tension. There's always things going wrong. There's so much. It's about you. Mm-hmm. Literally, the spotlight is on you and it really is yeah, and you can crazy. tell when it is it is like he, god will give you a way out in mm-hmm. all your temptations he's always going to be there right and he's going to be like okay this is your escape he's not going to give you a temptation that he's not going to have you have a way out right mm-hmm. and it's so true because whenever i got saved right i went through a, a time of mourning which i was so confused i was oh, like wow. why am i mourning and then it wasn't until I literally read this chapter in the, or yeah, chapter four, it was in the Beatitudes. And it says, um, blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. And obviously, yes, in this passage, it's not talking about um, somebody that you lost in your life, mm-hmm. which yes, you will be comforted because I have lost two people, my grandpa and my brother. And the comfort that God gives you is absolutely like no other but in this passage specifically um he's talking about realizing all the opportunities all the like the escapes that god gave you and you chose not to do it so you missed out on the life that god Mm. had for you because you wanted to chase after your sin and i was going through a time of mourning i was like oh my gosh like why why did i why did I not give my life to him sooner? I feel so fulfilled and so satisfied and I destroyed like a lot of like relationships and I I like you know I went through a lot of hardship because of what I chose to do instead of listening to him. Yeah, choices. Choices is the most spiritual thing that we can do. Mm-hmm. It's a decision truly like we can flee. We can make that decision to walk away from that. Mm-hmm. And that's like that that morning how you're talking about. That morning can be, you know, why didn't I follow God sooner? And mm-hmm. that morning can also be letting go of that past life. When whenever you're battling with temptation or any struggle, just pray that God is so loud in your mind mm-hmm. that you can't hear your own thoughts that you can't hear the enemy thoughts that you they that he drowns 
your thoughts, the enemy's thoughts with his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's at the sound of his name, the enemy flees. So you have authority and power and God has given you that authority and power. It says it in the Bible that he mm-hmm. has given us that. So it's time to take back your power, your authority over the enemy. And yes. you can do it with prayer and um, studying the word. Adding to that, that's so beautiful, Gabby, because that's exactly what we're commanded to do. Mm-hmm. You know, bring every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Really just thinking of the big picture and like, especially for me and purity, you know, like, mm-hmm. I start thinking like, well, if I stop this, like it's going to cause this, this and this, or if I don't do this, or if I do do this, and I'm thinking way ahead. And God is like, no, step by step. It's a walk. Mm-hmm. It's a walk. It's not a sprint. Take yeah. it day by day. Face at, and at every corner, just do the right thing. Yeah. And the simplicity of it is what makes so many of us stumble all the time because it is so simple. Loving God is so simple. Choosing Christ is so simple. It just goes against what we want. Exactly. And that's what makes it so impossible sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's always worth it when you remove yourself and let Christ shine because he's his plan is greater Mm -hmm. he has that purpose for you he has that plan for you and how you say all the time every hair on your head is numbered Mm -hmm. he knows who you are before you were born i knew you yeah let's move on to the next temptation Mm -hmm. that jesus um, faces in this definitely then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Mm. I just want to say that the enemy will also know scripture. The enemy Mm, knows scripture. So so you have to dive into the word know the word so that when somebody is using scripture you know if what they're saying is true or not because i've seen like pastors or people will use scripture to manipulate you and to believe something that is deceiving and is not true just because they know scripture um just because somebody knows scripture and the word does not mean that they're a man of god or a woman of god Mm -hmm. because again even the enemy knows scripture it says it right here Mm -hmm. that is so good it's so true Um, that's why you can look at the 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 fruit of it and you could see people's intentions Mm -hmm. you know if i am claiming a bible verse because you know people do that all the time you know Mm -hmm. we try to say that we know god or the bible says this too and and people have condoned slavery because of that people have condoned like all these things that is not from god because they're applying it with the wrong lenses on Mm -hmm. and that yeah exactly what you said read the word for yourself really dive in do the work do the mental work to know what it's trying to say to you so you can actually fight the the battles the right way yeah because his there is freedom in his word yep this is his truth god's truth free the truth sets you free we hear all the time yeah yeah it's kind of like when you're like for example my my twin sister she's texting me and if somebody took her phone and texted differently from her i would know right away that just because it's from her number texting me I even know that's not her. Yeah, because you know her voice. Yeah, you know how exactly. she sounds. You know how she acts. So essentially, even here, like the enemy was telling Jesus to show that God's word was true by forcing God's hand. Yeah. And Jesus refused to do that. Yeah. Because we are supposed to accept God's word by faith. 
And faith doesn't mean it has to come with some miraculous sign. Whenever I was reading this first, I was like, how is throwing yourself down from a temple, like even tempting, right? I was like, how is that? And so I started like looking more into it. People actually uh, thought that this is how Jesus was going to enter the picture. Like he was going to enter into the world, that he was going to come floating down, falling mm -hmm. down and making this whole spectacle um, of his, uh, you know, coming, right? Um, but it was actually a misinterpretation of uh, this other verse in the in Malachi. It says, uh, in Malachi chapter 3, verse 1, it says, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. And so when it says, then suddenly the Lord rabbis at that time and, and the religious mm -hmm. like leaders would say like he's gonna like then suddenly he's just gonna appear and it's gonna be this spe spectacle at that time that's what they thought they were making they were like twisting the words and um so if you saw jesus floating down mm -hmm. um from a temple and you know all this stuff like making whole like spectacle this whole thing I would be impressed that he's floating down so gently and like mm -hmm. like there's angels around him and everything. I would be like, whoa, like that. I'd be a little impressed. And I know that a lot of you guys would too, right? So this is a whole idea of being liked because yep. he's trying to like, so the, the enemy is like, if you do this, this is, this is going to be amazing, right? This is, this is um, how you're going to get the people because this is how people are expecting you to be and it would be so cool and amazing. So then Jesus says, you shall not put your Lord, your God, to the test. Um, so you can't just jump off a building and expect him to be there. I, I see what you mean because um, we try to force God's hand all the time, and that's manipulation. Mm -hmm. Like when we're like, oh, God, just like give me a sign or do this or show up. And most of the time he does because he's a good God. But in reality... We have it surrounding us mm -hmm. everywhere, who he is, his goodness. Like we can see God in, in everything, in nature mm -hmm. and, and in people and in mm -hmm. the beautifulness of creation, you mm -hmm. know, and to just say, I'm not going to see you, God, or I, I'm not, I'm going to try to force your hand. Mm -hmm. It's, it's wrong. Yeah. And, um, if I, I like how you mentioned how, if he came down and like the angels and the spectacle and all of that, mm -hmm. that would take away the power of not the gospel, but of, of who God is. Cause yeah. that's Jesus is the incarnation of God. It's, mm -hmm. it's a, it's the image of God made into man. Mm -hmm. And if he came down like that, he wouldn't need the humility that he exactly. did. Exactly. And it says like when he was entering the town, um, and later on in Matthew, how he came in like on a donkey, you know, it wasn't some big yeah, parade. Exactly. It wasn't some crazy thing. Like God is humble. Yeah. He, showed us what it's like to not elevate ourselves yeah because when you elevate yourself then you'll be humbled mm -hmm. he really shows us that you know that's how you really like love someone is is putting yourself to the side and he mm -hmm. modeled that so perfectly for yeah. us by serving washing feet mm -hmm. by truly loving people it wasn't about him it wasn't worship me jesus mm -hmm. did not come here and say like bow down to me yeah. worship me he didn't come to be served but he came to serve mm -hmm. um but yeah i think this whole like this this temptation has two sides of it it's like don't test god don't tell him to show you a sign because he exists or something like that don't jump off a building because you think like okay god if you're real then save me mm -hmm. And you jump off because again you can't walk in disobedience and expect god to like come into your your safety right you mm -hmm. can't just 
jump in a burning fire and be like, okay, like God help me if you're real, right? And then the other thing is the pride of life. The enemy was telling him to do all these things because that's what people were expecting him to do, mm-hmm. right? So um, yeah. he showed like in all his miracles, he would even tell people, don't tell anyone, just go go off and be quiet about it. Um, because he, like, again, like you were saying, he is humble. Uh, Jesus was humble. And he, like, and what I was saying earlier, he came to model, like, what we should be like and what we should try to represent. The enemy wanted him to fulfill people's expectations. Mm -hmm. But we're here to fulfill God's expectations. We should live as if we're living for an audience of one. It's not, it's about being obedient, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's, our obedience is tied to someone else's salvation. Mm-hmm. How can people see the Lord? There's a verse that I love so much. It says, without holiness, no one can see the Lord. Yeah. Without really truly embodying that and, and living that out yourself, no one is going to be able to to see the goodness of God, to see the fruit. Because then you're going to be exactly how I was. Yeah. I was loving Jesus. I love God. I love Jesus. I'm here church on Sunday, every Sunday. But I'm my mouth is rampant i'm uh, i'm coarse joking <laughs> left rampant. and right yeah i'm i'm cursing I, I i'm listening to all this stuff that nothing i'm doing is glorifying god mm-hmm. faith by definition takes risks mm-hmm. so when true faith is present that obedience is just gonna follow yeah and it's that faith inspired action that god loves yeah. you know how we can't pay god back but we can yeah. pay it forward and That's when we good. And when we put our faith in God and, and entrust ourselves to Him, He always proves Himself to be faithful. God, every time, will prove Himself to be faithful. And think about what Jesus got by not jumping off and not coming down, because that, that pride, exactly, like He could have done that and got the praise from people. Mm-hmm. But instead, since He decided to be obedient and He decided to love God and He decided to know His purpose and know what He was walking in, His now he's sitting at the right hand of God. Yeah. Now he is king of kings, lord of lords. Yeah. At the mention of his name, every single knee will bow. Love it's it's so much greater because life will tempt you into that, thinking that I, when I'm in control, I can lead myself to goodness. Mm-hmm. I can lead myself to, to greatness and to success and to all these things. But worldly success is not the same as God's success. Yeah. And no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can even conceive of yes. the goodness that God has in store for those who love him. And that's how mm-hmm. we show love. Mm-hmm. Love is action. Mm-hmm. You know, because God so loved the world, he sent his one and only son. So if mm-hmm. I'm going to say that I love God or if I'm going to say I love you, or if I say I'm going to love my family and I'm not spending time with them, I'm not encouraging them, I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, seeing how the actions that I'm doing is affecting them, then can I really say that I love you? Yeah. Girl, you just preached so hard. <laughs> I am in awe because it's so true. I love that so much. Um and how you were saying that like when you actually have faith in jesus the obedience has come i want to kind of touch on like how um the difference between saying that jesus is lord and actually having lord as your jesus as lord Mm. because you can say all these things but if you're going to go out and do the opposite of what jesus wants you to do um are you is jesus actually your lord is he actually the person that you go to uh when you're making decisions when you're struggling, 
when you with yeah with every decision yeah pastor justin says something that i love so much he literally says if jesus isn't the lord of all he's not lord at all mm. and we're deceived <laughs> thinking that we can be half it ha, part-time christians yeah if we exactly. want god to show up full-time in our life but we're part-time christians yeah. it doesn't work like that yeah. it, and it can't work like that and how selfish of us to think that it should work yeah. like that like so many of us don't take the time to love god don't take the time to get to know god don't take the time to hear his voice and have a relationship with him yet where are you god yeah why are you not blessing my plans yeah why are you not doing what i need you to do mm -hmm. and that way of thinking is super dangerous because we are playing god yeah and god's not a genie he wants to have a relationship with us he doesn't just give us everything because a lot of the times you know we're praying for a venomous snake yeah. and we want things and we want so badly for things to happen that are not good for us i think about my past relationships like i the one I even talked about in the last episode that broke me, it made me so dependent on God, but I did not pray God deliver me from this. I prayed, please, God, please like make, make it, it work. work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, please God, get Been on, there. get on my schedule. I know you say I have a will for you and you know, and I'm sitting here praying your will be done and your kingdom come. But then in reality, I'm not living that out yeah. at all. I'm like, no, God, I, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know. This yeah. is so good. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, it's so exactly. amazing. It's and like, God's like, well, why, why are you crying every night? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> why are you so sad then and full of anxiety and fear? <laughs> I'm just like, Literally. well, God, um, you're right. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, you know, faith is hard when you actually have to have faith so you know we always say like oh have faith like all this stuff like faith in jesus and everything but then like when it actually comes down to having faith and letting go and letting god it's so hard we're like oh i want to control this like you don't understand and it's like you truly have to have faith in god for things to work out yeah because you know at the end of the day talk is cheap mm -hmm. and real action just like just like real love it's shown in our actions mm -hmm. and real faith is shown in our actions mm -hmm. if i if god is telling me that this isn't good for me even though i don't understand why and i don't want to believe that god is right mm -hmm. you're god i'm not mm -hmm. you are all knowing i'm not you're omniscient and omnipresent mm -hmm. i'm not yeah, exactly. i am made from the dirt <laughs> and i'm gonna die in you know yeah. best case scenario 90 at 90 94 yes. you know maybe you 100 you. but you need you. <laughs> um yeah and his thoughts are higher and his ways are better i love that verse yeah and it's we like just keep that in mind like yeah we're gonna go through hardship we're gonna go through things that we don't want to let go of but just know that once you let go it's like that, you know that 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 picture on it's all like went viral on like the on social media. The teddy bear when you're like trying to hold on to this teddy bear and it's a small little teddy bear and and then you're like no like Jesus you don't understand like this is this is mine I want this mm -hmm. and and then he's holding a huge teddy bear behind him and he's like no like I have something bigger for you but you're blocking his voice you're trying to like justify everything just because you want this but you don't see the things that he has for you and the i i love that depiction so much because it's it, that teddy bear that we're holding on to so mm -hmm. tightly it's dirty mm -hmm. it's ripped up it's falling apart it's not it, it smells it's just not <laughs> nice <laughs> 
<laughs> trying to make it as bad as this and that's our sin yeah. we hold on to sin so tightly because yeah. it we think and we're deceived we think that it's good we think that it's pleasurable we think it's you know um freedom we yeah. think that we're free but really we're slave to sin yeah and that teddy bear that god has for us is holiness mm-hmm. purity righteousness mm-hmm. goodness faithfulness self-control yeah. gentleness discipline it's it's true it's guidance into that the green pastures you mm-hmm. know he says you know when you're in me you're like a tree planted by a stream yeah. like still like waters like you're not when the wind comes and the rain blows you're not shaken mm-hmm. you you've built your life on the rock you've chose to let Jesus and God be your strength mm-hmm. because my strength will run out there are going to be times when I'm not strong mm-hmm. and that's when I need God to step in and if I yeah. don't have God in those se- seasons where I'm not strong it's going to take over me and it's yeah. going to lead my life in an entirely different direction and all because I thought that I could do it on my own exactly, all because girl. I thought that I knew what was right mm-hmm. and I don't know what's right and humility takes saying mm-hmm. I'm wrong and I don't know the next temptation that Jesus uh, faces is in verse 8. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. Wow. I just want to start with notice how the devil was offering Jesus what wasn't even his. Mm-hmm. Everything in the in the That's earth good. and on the earth. <laughs> everything in the earth and on the earth belongs to God, mm-hmm. even ourselves. The like in the devil, he's not able to speak the truth. So he's offering all these things. The truth is not in him. The things that he is tempting you with, it's not even his to tempt you with. Mm-hmm. And we can indulge and we can love the things of the world and we can really take what the world offers us. Mm-hmm. But then it becomes an idol. If we're not looking at it through God's lenses, it's for our own selfish gain. Mm-hmm. And we're taking what God offers at us and the goodness that He offers. And I, I say this that we always want the goodness of God in everything that like God gives us, but without acknowledging God. Yeah. We want it just apart from Him. Like I want peace, I want happiness, I want contentment, I want success and joy and pleasure, but I don't want to get that through you. I just want to take it. Yeah. And that's lust. Yeah. You know, I want to take what you can give rather yeah. than, you know, loving you god and treating it with respect and saying like thank you for this gift yeah and there's always going to be an easier way to get what you want Mm. right there's going to be an easier way to get famous there's going to be an easier way to get rich there's an easier way to get a relationship there's always an easier way to get anything but the path to jesus and heaven is narrow and long and hard and only a few will find it so we have to understand that yeah, we can get all these things easily, like you were saying. Like there's, we can do all these things, but um, they're not from God. Mm-hmm. They're from the world, um, and the enemy can give us all these things, but it's only gonna satisfy us for so long. Mm. We're gonna start realizing that partying and um, having a lot of boyfriends or a lot of girlfriends or whatever the case may be. Um, doesn't actually satisfy us in the long run and you see this like going out in clubs and like 
you know, you see these older guys and they're like, I want to get married. I want to do this. And they're like out here partying. And it's like, um, mm-hmm. you're, you, you want that. You like the way it sounds, but you're not, you're not really, you're not truly actually wanting it. You just like the, the, the sound of it. Right. Yeah. Cause you're not putting in the work. It's so true. And choosing the world and its possessions over God will lead you to that spiritual death. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it, you know, if you're going to fumble the ball in practice, like how can I trust you in the championship game? Yeah. If we're taking all God has with just for our benefit, our pleasure, you know, even relationships, if I want a wife or want a husband and I'm living opposite, like how can I go party all the time? How can I do all these things? And then one day be like, okay, I want a wife and a good wife at that. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, where am I going to find it? Because this is what I cultivated. Mm-hmm. I cultivated party lifestyles, you know, people who come and go, people who don't take me seriously, instead of, you know, really taking the time to work on your character, working on um, things that are going to last because yeah. beauty fades, things fades, possessions fade. But trusting in God and loving God and applying God first, that's something that's going to live forever. You mm-hmm. know, that crown that, a crown that lasts forever. Yeah, and uh, you don't bring anything into this world, and you'll like take nothing out of this world. Like you're, you come in naked, and you'll go out naked. <laughs> like you will literally not bring. It. You won't. You literally won't bring anything with you. And so all these possessions, all these things, really don't matter. And like, have you heard the music? And nowadays, where it's mm-hmm. like get 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 take yeah. take take and like um there's like i said there's an easy way to get famous there's an easy way to get wealthy there's an easy way to get pleasure and the music nowadays it's so in your face that who they worship is money sex satan like everything mm-hmm. that involves satan that's what it worships like i stopped listening to secular music yeah. and the moment i would like listen to like, I went, you know, a few months not listening to it, and I don't listen to it now, but, like, the times that I do listen to a secular song or, like, a show or a movie, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is, that is crazy. Like, how can you, how can we listen to, like, I'm not trying to put anyone blast, but, like, you know, Doja Cat or, like, Drake and stuff like that and not feel, like, I remember before she started being more, like, satanic, um, the songs before like her album i would have it on repeat and like just seeing it and i didn't realize that what she's talking about is so degrading and demeaning and it just like really causes division in all your relationships and even with yourself and god and um yeah like you see these people like just compromising who they are Mm -hmm. to get fame and they'll literally say it in the songs like Mm -hmm. i sold my soul to the devil Mm -hmm. and people think that's oh that's just creativity like it's just being so creative and it's like no they're being so blatant in your face about it and it's time to start seeing what it is like when somebody tells you what they are and who they are believe them the first time they Mm -hmm. tell you yeah and that just goes back to we indulge in those things and we love those things because sin feels good yeah sin it feel i'm not ashamed to say it because that's the whole trick of the devil he comes disguised as an angel of light it feels good it's nice it's comfortable till it's not Mm. and we forget that the devil can bless people too Mm -hmm. you know he satan is the god of this world just like he could offer that to jesus temporarily it wasn't really his but he could give it to you or that false sense of reality that it is yeah and if the devil can just get you distracted long enough 
in thinking, oh, I, I'm good. I, I have a good life. I have a good job. I have a good family. I have a good friends. And I'm, I'm financially stable and success <clears throat> that looks right in the world's eyes. Yeah. You know, but that's just that distraction now because when I die and Jesus says, you know, I never knew you. Mm. I never knew you. I can't, I, I, I never had a relationship with you. You never acknowledged. You took all the good and kept me out of it. But that was a gift for me. I gave you a gift and you put under the bed. I gave you an all white outfit and you went and rolled in the mud. And it's, and I, I don't, I don't blame God. You mm -hmm. know, he made a way. And if we reject it, we reject it. If we listen to the lie and we listen to the devil, that's exactly what we're going to get. Yeah. To add on to that, it's like how you say, like, God is a gentleman. If you want to live in this life without him, he's going to respect that. And you're going to live in eternity without him. Um, and so when good. you touched on like the, like that sin, living in sin is like a false sense of reality. It is so true because, you know, I looked when I went to Miami, <clears throat> I saw it as like the land of opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's so many like young people trying to like make it out, make businesses and just be successful. Right. But I didn't realize that the people living there sinned heavily against god they hated god yeah. and that's where like you see a lot of temptation um and once you live like around people like that you see that it's really just a like a sense what is it like a false sense of reality it's not true like people are like on cloud nine they're like nothing is serious it's all partying it's all about looks it's all about what you have how much money you have your social status yeah and what you're, it, and it's and it's very true and how you're saying it's not it's it's very surface level because mm -hmm. like i said you know when all those things are eventually like gonna fade and it just goes back to character like who are you behind closed doors because when you're alone and you're looking at yourself in the mirror do you truly like what you see? What do you truly bring to the table? You know, I before, I really couldn't say much. Now that I took the time and the pain and I went through it, now I can say, you know, I can I can bring I can bring some wisdom mm -hmm. and I can bring some <clears throat> grace and I can point you back to God and I'll try my best to bring peace and to bring goodness and to bring faithfulness and gentleness. And those things aren't just given to you. Going back to what you said, you know, we want these things, but do you really want it? Are you putting mm -hmm. in the work? Are you actually like trying hard to become this person, to like what you see in the yeah, mirror? Exactly. And at the end of the day, we're either slaves to the world or we're a slave to God. Mm -hmm. And picking up our cross, is, it's not going to be easy. Sometimes it feels good to put it down, but in long term, it, gonna, you wasted time. Mm -hmm. you, you, didn't, you didn't do anything. That was an opportunity where you could have grew. It was an opportunity where you could have shined the light of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And instead, we decided to be selfish and sin is yeah. selfish. We wanted to feel about our comfort, <clears throat> ourselves, our desires. That's why we have to be watchful. We have mm -hmm. to really reflect on mm -hmm. our lives because even those innocent pleasures and innocent comforts mm -hmm. can grow yeah. and lead us astray that's why um god jesus focuses so much in the in of the heart mm. because the heart is the wellspring of life so if your heart is dirty if your heart is polluted then everything else is going to become chaotic and a mess Absolutely. so you have to think about what you're thinking about what you're watching about what mm -hmm. who you're surrounding yourself with right yeah and when you're when we put these things into practice and you really are applying these things 
in, in the little tiny things. It mm-hmm. makes fighting those bigger things so much yes. easier. There's a verse in Luke um, Luke 16, 10. It says, the one who is faithful with little is also faithful with much. Mm. What are we doing with God? what God has already given you? Yeah, mm-hmm. we could want more and strive to get more, but God has already given you so much, you know, and you don't need the whole city, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to run to that and to pursue that, yeah. you know, we pierce ourselves with many <clears throat> sorrows. Yeah. You know, that's, we, we, we leave God to pursue money and that verse we were talking about you know you can't serve both you can't have two gods you can't serve both God and money and one is gonna something is gonna be at the throne of your heart and if it's not God it's an idol mm-hmm. and if it's an idol it's gonna lead us astray that's like the, the first commandment you know have no other gods or idols before me mm-hmm. and we say this that you know God says these things for our protection for our safety it's not because he doesn't want us to like have things and love things it's he's just like no if money is on your heart if a relationship is on your heart if other things are taking the throne of your heart it's gonna hurt you it's gonna lead you into pain it's gonna lead you into sorrow it's gonna lead you into destruction and ultimately you just become more deceived sin sin is like putting on every time we sin it's like putting on another pair of sunglasses yeah eventually it's just gonna be darkness and you're not going to be able to see and you're going to be blinded yeah and i think there's a way of telling people like what they're doing is wrong right um i would always just hear like oh don't wear this or or um you know don't go out and get blacked out or don't uh you know have sex out of marriage but i never understood why so like when you actually explain it to them be like like Hey, when you go on this date, don't go home with him. Don't do that because if he ghosts you afterwards, it's going to hurt. So think of it in this perspective. Like if you go on a date with someone and you go to dinner, you have a good time and he ghosts you right after, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt for like maybe a a few days, a week or so, but you'll, you'll get over it. You go home if versus if you go home with this person after dinner sleep with them and then they ghost you it'll leave you destroyed it'll leave you with so much confusion you'll start thinking like what's wrong with me why they ghost me like what did i do did i do something is it them is it me like what's going on and that wouldn't have happened if you didn't sleep with them right Mm. and god tells us to not sleep with others um like just like mindlessly like like not like mindlessly having sex with others because um, it's going to hurt us. That's why he, he created sex in his in the covenant of marriage. Because in marriage, you're there forever. Like, that, that's your person. But if you do it, like, just, like, willy-nilly with anyone, um, it's gonna, they're going to see a side of you that they should have never seen, mm-hmm. right? I'm really happy that you mentioned the way that mm-hmm. we do correct and the way that we are there for people. Because mm-hmm. just scolding people and pointing your finger yeah. at people, that's why people blame God. They think God's up there like pointing their finger. No one likes yeah, that. No one likes and that. And God teaches us because we can see how we're corrected in the Bible. Yeah, yeah he's, he's stern, but he's also loving. Mm-hmm. And the Bible talks about when you correct <clears throat> and when you talk about God, always do it with gentleness and respect. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, that's where loving people right where they're at comes in. Because if I truly love you, I'm not going to be disgusted by your deeds. I'm going to be like, wow, that's hurting you and I love you or it's going to hurt you or like, you know, 
you're not seeing where this choice is going to end up and that's discernment and you know over the times and you get to practice that and apply that you start to grow in your wisdom you start to grow in your discernment now you can look at a situation or you can look at a circumstance or you're dealing with some adversity or a problem Mm -hmm. and you can say like I know what I want to do but I know what God says and I know where it's going to lead. Like yeah. you can see where things will lead you because mm-hmm. you're actually like paying attention to, to what it's, what you're doing. Exactly. I, when I was just, you know, doing whatever, like I, I found myself living in that lifestyle for so long because I wasn't really asking myself like, what is this doing? Where is this leading me? Is this mm-hmm. bringing goodness into my life? Is this bringing yeah. problems into my life and hardships into my life? So just take the time to always ask yourself those questions. I think that's so important to ask mm-hmm. yourself what things are doing and if it's going to help you and also if it's going to benefit the people around you. Yeah, I think asking yourself, like, where am I falling into temptation? Who is is somebody causing that? Are my friends encouraging sin or temptation? Mm. Um, is what I'm watching or listening to yes. causing me to sin? Like, yes. where is it that I can improve myself and be better? Mm-hmm. This is great. <laughs> okay, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you just so much for, again, just being with us on this journey and taking the time to listen. We truly love everybody that has supported us, and we're so looking forward to everything.